That's maybe Drew Locke still. The 0-1 pitch. Casper swung on right back up the middle. That'll tie the ball game. That'll win the ball game for Carney. The throw home is off the mark. And Mason Casper singles back up the middle. And the Bearcats have won five in a row. Today, the Carney Bearcats host the Bellevue East Chieftains. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Langan gets to the sign. Here comes the next pitch. On the way. Swung on and missed, and he strikes him out. And the ball game is over. Langan comes up with uh, three strikeouts in relief, and Carney grabs the win. Carney won a pair of games in Norfolk over the weekend and come in around 15th in power points, looking to improve their district seed. Bellevue East has won seven of their last 11, including a game at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City. It's the Bearcats and the Chieftains coming up next. But first, it's time for the pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word. To be a Platte River Prep School sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHIS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Memorial Field here in Kearney for high school baseball. It is senior night today for Kearney High in their first year of existence. They'll be honoring the group of seniors that have been waiting to play high school baseball. But first, they want to take care of business against the Chieftains of Bellevue East. With Monty Kratzenstein, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us. We'll hear from head coach Brad Archer as they put together a little bit of a roll. They hit a bump in the road and uh, had really their first losing streak as a baseball program, falling to Millard North, then losing to Papillion La Vista, and then splitting a doubleheader with Creighton Prep, although in the eyes of most, splitting that doubleheader with Creighton Prep, that's a pretty good baseball team uh, down there in Omaha. And then they go up to Norfolk and beat Norfolk and Omaha South this past weekend. There's four games to go in the regular season, two at home, two on the road, and then on districts beginning a week from Friday, and we've got them for you right here on ESPN. Our next stop Friday afternoon will be at Grand Island for a 4.30 uh, get-together. Of course, Carney beat Grand Island by one run twice this year, 3-2 to two with a walk-off by Mason Casper in the regular season, and then 12-11 to 11 with a Braden Miller home run in the hack tournament in the 11th inning, the top half of the 11th, and they'll meet again on Friday, then at Lincoln Southwest at noon on Saturday, and then back home Wednesday, and that's a schedule change with Twin River. On the original schedule, it's Tuesday, but the home finale is next Wednesday against Twin River, and we'll have that for you as well. Bellevue East, they have made the trip out. They played at Hastings just a week ago, and so uh, they were out this way just a week ago, and since then, they beat Omaha West Side, and then went down and uh, lost to uh, uh, Blue Valley, Northwest Kansas, they got a chance to play at Kauffman Stadium uh, down in Kansas City. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but they did come out on the wrong end of that and then fell to state-rated Elkhorn South yesterday by a score of 7-1. to They've got their own Bellevue invite uh, coming up Thursday and Saturday. And then they play number one Millard West and Lincoln North Star to wrap up the regular season. Big story, of course, if you've been with us all day here on ESPN, you had a chance to hear the new athletic director at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. We had the press conference for you at 3 o'clock. Mark Bauer officially named the new athletic director, and we will talk to him more on the Doug and Daddy show tomorrow. Uh, just 
a lot of things that we already know about Mark, but how will things change now that he's no longer the interim, the tag he's had for the last year since Paul Plinsky went to Colorado State Pueblo. And we'll just talk again about what took so long. They named him as the interim, and uh, they went through the process, I guess, and uh, he is now the athletic director. Also, the Central Nebraska Track Championships going on at Grand Island Northwest. The field event's already underway. The running events get going at 5.15. This is the best from the independent, Grand Island Independent coverage area, and there are some stud and studettes, if you will, over there at Grand Island Northwest. Carney Girls Soccer wraps up the regular season playing Lincoln High today. Congratulations to Scott Steinbrook and the boys as they completed an undefeated regular season coming off the state championship. They beat Lincoln High yesterday. Another shutout, 2 to nothing. Now they get ready for districts. And, of course, Carney Catholic uh, also co-oping here for the baseball team. Their boys soccer team wrapping up the regular season at Grand Island Central Catholic. And Hastings and Grand Island baseball have a doubleheader tonight at Duncan Field in Hastings. That gets underway at 5, and you can hear both games on 1230 AM KHAS. But we waited, Monty, all season, it seemed like, to finally get some good weather. And here over the last week, some pretty decent weather for uh, the high school athletes and the baseball teams now finally hitting their stride as they head into the last few games of the regular season. Well, certainly it's a late-arriving crowd here with the the game time. People getting off work, hopefully they can sneak out. But if if you're not able to make it out to Memorial Field, I feel sorry for it because it's a beautiful, beautiful venue for baseball, beautiful day for baseball. You know, this uh, last time I did color here, uh, did a little bit of stuff on the radio, Carney was on a little bit of a winning streak, and they were pretty hot. Of course, Coach Archer very astutely commented on the the fact that competition plays a big role in Class A baseball. and So it's one of those situations where he knew the the, the horses were coming, and and, uh, so the Millard West and the Millard Norse and the Papios and the Creighton Preps, those are schools that – Whenever Carney's had Legion success, those are teams they've had to beat and meet at, at the Legion uh, finals and in the state tournament. So that's certainly the case in spring baseball as well. But they've held up pretty well. By this time of the season, you, you pretty much know what you have as far as your pitching rotation. The roles uh, are, are pretty much set. Now it's just going out and playing baseball. And uh, anxious to see them against a, it's a, a pretty decent Bellevue East team who's been inconsistent at times. They've beat some really good teams and lost some other teams that maybe they should have beaten. So it'll be a fun fun uh, day for baseball out here at Memorial Field. A lot of those teams that are five games up or five games down to 500, it seems to be that way this year in a Class A baseball. Really, Millard West, who suffered their first loss of the year yesterday to Omaha Central, the only team that has uh, been out in front uh, all season long. And Coach Archer is going to talk about the pitching. Uh, that was going to be maybe the perceived weakness, or at least they just didn't have as many starters coming off the summer team because of all the graduation and we'll talk with the coach about that and there's really no rivalry Carney and Bellevue East don't really see each other in any sports and haven't for quite a while they don't play in the summer so uh, you don't have a whole lot of scouting except looking at the the stats that we have here and we will talk with the head coach Brad Archer of Carney Baseball when we return as you're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Radio Play ball Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! 
Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. Welcome back to Memorial Field for Kearney High Baseball as they get ready to take on Bellevue East. And over the years, you can't say that there's a whole lot of uh, back and forth in any sport between Kearney and Bellevue East. So maybe a little something new here. East did play yesterday as they were defeated by a state-rated Elkhorn South 7-1. They did come out and play Hastings a couple of weeks ago. And Coach Brad Archer joins us to talk about uh, Kearney High and what he knows about uh, Bellevue East. And Coach, uh, back from the uh, Easter holiday, you guys uh, went up to uh, Norfolk and took care of business with a couple of games. How did you think things went against uh, Norfolk and Omaha South on Saturday? Well, things went well. Well, we uh, kids took care of uh, Omaha South in the first game, and then uh, in the second game, we were in a we were in a battle with Norfolk. Their uh, pitcher did a great job early in the game, and they they backed him up defensively, and and uh, so that was kind of a struggle there for about four or five innings, and, and finally we got some offense going, and then Norfolk uh, committed a couple errors late in the game, which allowed us to kind of extend our lead there in the seventh inning, and, and we ended up uh, holding them off in the bottom of the seventh for an eight-five win. And before that, an important doubleheader with Creighton Prep. Uh, you had dropped a couple to Metro teams like Millard North and, and Papillion La Vista, but the, you went and uh, battled and, and split a doubleheader with Creighton Prep. Well, we did. We uh, were able to win one of those two. Uh, a little disappointed that we didn't get the sweep that day, to be quite honest with you. But uh, we'll take the uh, first game that we won. Noah Carpenter did a great job on the mound. Uh, I think uh, Prep, if I remember correctly, scored uh, two runs maybe in the bottom of the first and then from that point on uh Noah really shut him down over the next uh five innings and, and then Chandler Welker came in to uh, get the final out of the game with uh, the tying runs on base talking with Brad Archer the head baseball coach for Carney, and Noah's going to get the start for you today uh, what have you seen from him throughout this first season well, uh, Noah is a kid that's been on the golf team for the last couple of years and has not ever played Legion baseball. So to be quite honest with you, you know, we weren't sure uh, what we were going to get in, uh, you know, game competition. Uh, and uh, Noah's done a great job. We started him. Uh, his first start was against Lincoln High earlier in the year, and and uh, he threw really well. And so he's earned uh, a couple more starts as we've gone along here. And and uh, as I said, Noah threw really well against Creighton Prep, and it's his turn in the rotation as we start to uh, kind of set up our rotation for uh, districts that are coming up here soon. And and so Noah will get the start today against uh, Bellevue East, and, and uh, he's been a kid that's thrown a lot of strikes, and when he can get his curveball over the plate, he's been really effective for us. And Coach, let's talk about that a little bit. That was maybe the biggest area of concern coming into this first year of high school baseball is that from the Legion team, you had graduated so many kids. Where do you uh, and how deep is that rotation? How do you think that's come along here this first year? Well, I've been uh, really uh, happy with our pitching. And as you said, it was a concern coming into the year. But uh, Coach Connett and Peyton Pocock have done a great job with our pitchers as as certainly the kids have, have stepped up as well. Uh, as you said, we did not have a lot of experience on the mound coming back, and we knew that we were going to have to get some help from uh, the kids coming up off of uh, post-52 and then kids like uh, Noah as well. 
So pitching has been a lot better than what I thought it would be, and it's given us an opportunity to uh, certainly uh, win some games, if not uh, be very, very competitive in games. Carney head coach Brad Archer with us here for another minute on our pregame show. They're getting ready to take on Bellevue East. And as I mentioned at the top, Coach, uh, Carney and Bellevue West have done some battling, but Carney and Bellevue East uh, haven't done a whole lot of getting together in sports. Uh, they're a 500 team after the loss last night. They're 9-10, and 10, uh, hit at about 272, ERA of about 4.5 with most teams. It looks like they got a couple of kids that if they put them on the mound uh, could give a, a little extra satisfaction to their team today. Uh, what can you tell us about them? Well, that's true. We have not played. I don't really remember playing Bellevue East for for a lot of years, as far as the summer is concerned. And, and uh, I know from an athletic standpoint, as he said, we played Bellevue East uh, years ago in football and whatnot. So we haven't really seen a whole lot of them. Uh, you know, I guess the thing that would concern me today is I know they beat Omaha Westside I think last Thursday, and then. Uh, uh, Bellevue East, I think, got the opportunity to play at Kauffman Stadium over the weekend, and, and then obviously they played last night. But uh, uh, the Omaha West Side win intrigues me because that would be about the right number of days for whoever they threw that game to come back and throw today. So, But uh, as you said, they're about 500, but again, they played uh, certainly played good competition. And as you look at a lot of those Omaha teams that are playing each other on a on a nightly basis a lot of those teams papillion millard north uh, bellevue east all are sitting around about that 500 record and coach uh, fans are always interested uh, when we look at wild card points districts aren't that far away you're going to go to grand island we'll have that friday then lincoln southwest who was the top team in the hat conference for most of the season uh, what can be done uh, what's next here if, if you can uh, put together a little winning streak uh, continuing on with what you did saturday well, I think we're sitting somewhere about 13 or 14 as far as wild card points are concerned, and, and that's going to fluctuate quite a bit because uh, Class A does not seed uh, uh, as early as Class B does. So, but uh, we just need to take care of business, and, and uh, we'll see where we end up. You know, that wild card thing obviously all depends on how the teams that you play, how they're continuing to play throughout the season as well. So we certainly have a lot of good wins if you look at the uh, top 10. And But we've also played, you know, like I said, a lot of teams that are sitting that 500 mark. And some of those teams like Miller North and Papillion beat us. And, and so you just don't rack up the points in those situations. But uh, but like I said, the kids have played well this this year and and we do have a lot of good wins if you look at the teams that you know came out in the ratings this week so so it's it's been a, a good spring for us and very happy with where we're at right now all right coach appreciate the time good luck today and uh, we'll talk ahead of the game friday at grand island okay thanks dad that is carney bearcat baseball coach brad archer we'll be back to memorial field to give you the starting lineups for tonight's game between the bearcats and bellevue east right after this the Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtothesshed.com. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? 
Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. And welcome back to the pregame show here from Memorial Field on ESPN Radio. Thanks to our many fine sponsors, including Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Insurance Connection, connecting your family with the coverage that's right. And Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins. Here's a look at the starting lineups for today's contest between the Chieftains of Bellevue East and the Carney High Bearcats. For the visitors from Bellevue East, they'll start with the center fielder, number eight, Paul Schuyler. The leading hitter for Bellevue East is going to play left field today. That is second baseman Tyler or Ty Kudamelka. The shortstop is number two, Joey Scoff. He'll bat third. The cleanup hitter batting fourth. The second leading hitter on the team at 377. 370. Kudamelka is batting 388. And then Andrew Holloway is batting 370. He's the third baseman wearing number 12. Batting fifth and playing second base, number 11, Jimmy Lee. Batting sixth. Wearing number one and playing right field is Steve Spurgeon, the catcher. Batting seventh, number nine, Jake Altiste. And batting eighth is the first baseman, number 15, Jake Berlingame. And the pitcher today is number six, Ethan Fritz. He will bat ninth for Fritz on the season. Uh, Both teams have got plenty of guys that have been out on the mound today, and you take a look at what Fritz has done so far. He is 1-1. He's made eight appearances with a 4.53 ERA, and he has one save so far on the season. Now let's take a look at the starting lineup for today's Kearney Bearcats. And leading off once again, and he's been doing it basically all season long, is the second baseman, number 12, Lane Shires. Batting second and playing right field is number 21, Corbin Foster. Doing the catching today and batting third is number 10, Braden Miller. The cleanup hitter who, uh, again, leads the country and hits by pitches, but he's also knocked the ball around the ballpark quite well throughout the year. Playing third base, the cleanup hitter number four, Mason Casper. The designated hitter is Corbin Rich. He's seen a lot more playing time here over the last two and a half weeks. He'll wear number 36. He'll be pinch hitting or designated hitting for the pitcher today, which is Noah Carpenter. We'll get to him in a little bit. Back in the starting lineup at shortstop, number six, and batting, or excuse me, number 41, and batting sixth is Seth Stroh. Batting seventh is first baseman, number 35, Jackson Worley. In left field and batting eighth is number 14, Sam Engberg. And in center field, batting ninth is number three, Trey Rodriguez. The pitcher is number 27, Noah Carpenter. Got the win last week against Omaha Creighton Prep. He is 2-0 on the season, and uh, he has three games that he has started so far this year. As you heard Coach Archer say, This is the first time playing baseball. He was a golfer. He didn't play Legion ball. Now he's out for the baseball team, and they found that they've got a nice arm here in Noah Carpenter. So it's Shires, Foster, Miller, Casper, Rich, Stroh, Worley, Engberg, and Rodriguez for Kearney High. 12-7, coached by Brad Archer. His assistant coaches are Matt Connett and Peyton Pocock. And for the Kearney Bearcats, they have put together a little run here after splitting with Omaha Creighton Prep. They are 3-1 in their last four games. Once again, for uh, Bellevue East, it'll be Skyler, Kudamelka, Scoff, Holloway, Lee, Spurgeon, Altiste, Burlingame, and Fritz. They are coached by Ian Belate, coming in with a record of 9-10 and 10 on the season. Nick Cicerello, Ray Cook, Johnny Thompson, and Rick Nelson 
uh, also a part of the Bellevue East staff as they set at 9 and 10 on the year. And, you know, you always try to bring somebody in that's got some perspective on the game or the opponent or the home team. And, uh, Monty Kratzenstein, do you know a little bit about this Bellevue East program? <laughs> I'm laughing as I'm looking down the roster. I see a bunch of Bellevue East names. I spent first six years of my uh, teaching coaching career in Bellevue, and, and I'm afraid maybe I might have coached some of these kids' dads. That's, that's the scary thing about that. But we talked about Scoffs, the Spurgeons, and, and Areola, and the, there's a Frank Hoist kid, all those guys that are recognized. If anybody's streaming on, on the web in Bellevue, you know, hi, hi from Coach K, because it's been a long time since I wore that purple and white. But, you know, it is really interesting. It is fun to see, uh, you know, a team we've talked about all the time, team from the Metro, team from – uh, Omaha coming out to play in Kearney, and they're, they're a team that hasn't done that, as you mentioned before, uh, hasn't seen them, and it'll be fun to, to watch them and uh, watch watch how they play. You know, their JV coach is, is long-time Omaha Bryan coach Mike Renner. I mean, he was he was the epitome of, of uh, Omaha Bryan Legion baseball for, for 30 years, and he's coaching the JV level. So they've got some experience on that bench. Well, I got a chance to talk to him, actually, before the baseball game here today as they arrived and the varsity was getting ready to get things in place and uh, went over some of the names and talked about some of the kids that uh, are on the team and some that are injured, like Corin Winters isn't here because he uh, broke his hand. So uh, a member of the varsity team, Carney High, has been uh, in very good shape uh, taking care of business there. And so that's what you've got going uh, with uh, these baseball teams as far as injuries. We talked about some of the offense from Bellevue East. For Carney High as a team, they are batting 286 seven on the year and in limited at bats guys like will richter and sam engberg are batting around 500 braden miller has his average uh, up there but all of our stats haven't been completely updated uh from from carney high but you still have some kids that are knocking the ball around the ballpark like a mason casper and so we see that they are uh, doing some good things uh for carney and and as you heard from coach arch i don't know no matter what they do here in their next four games if they could position themselves to host a district uh because they're just a little too far on the outside right now to be able to host a district. On the other side, Hastings looks like they've locked one up again uh, in Class B, and they're taking on Grand Island in a doubleheader today. So that's important because those games will be the final games that count towards the wild card points. For Carney, all the games except for Twin River will count because they don't put their seedings out until uh, next Monday. You know, the uh, you are positioning yourself for that, that district and that uh, state tournament bid, which would be quite a – Quite achievement for Carney High in their very first year of existence as a as a as a high school baseball program. Well, we are ready to bring you high school baseball. Bellevue East taking on Carney High. We'll take a break and be back with more in just a moment. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! 
High School Baseball on this inaugural season for Carney Carney Catholic Baseball. Brought to you in part by Great Western Bank, making life great. Moonlight Custom Screen Print and Embroidery, everything's better by Moonlight. And SeaTac Flooring, your restoration experts. Again, Carney High getting ready to take on Bellevue East. We'll follow Carney High on the road this Friday as they head to Grand Island. So we're looking forward to that. Then at noon, that's at 4.30. Then at noon, they play at Lincoln Southwest Saturday. And then next Wednesday, we'll have the ball game back home in the home finale against Twin River. Doug Dudamani, Kratzentine, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. Again, the big story of the day uh, coming in the uh, announcement that Mark Bauer is now the permanent athletic director at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. And, you know, talking with some of the assistant coaches like uh, Coach Renner and, and the guys down there from Bellevue East, they kind of said, hey, is this where the college plays? <laughs> Forgetting they knew, but yeah, just that yeah. was a natural reaction because this is the first time that they have been out here and how beautiful this facility is uh, here at Kearney at Memorial Field. So uh, unfortunately, those in Omaha, the name Trev Alberts came up. Uh, and so they know the, the pain of losing some programs in Omaha. And we know the pain of losing some programs here in the Tri-Cities at UNK. Uh, I tell you what, the, the, you know, there's always some good that comes with some bad, right? And so, you know, you think about uh, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but for, for Ty Roseberry, who's getting a chance to play at Nebraska, and for Zane Schmidt, who's getting a chance to play down Hutchinson's in second the country in home runs, it's a good thing. We'll take a break and bring you the opening pitch right after this. You already know that Atlantic Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Probably supporting Kearney High School Baseball. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Getting ready for varsity baseball action here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If you're looking for Chris Schmidt and Hale Varsity, tune over to ESPN 1550. We're also later tonight. We've got Nebraska and Creighton. First pitch is at 7 o'clock. Following our baseball here tonight at 7 o'clock, we will be bringing you uh, NBA basketball action with Brooklyn and the 76ers of Philadelphia uh, following at 7 o'clock. And then you've got to Oklahoma City uh, in action tonight, taking on Portland at 9.30. Weather here at Memorial Field, the wind has actually kicked up out of the south, so it's blowing in at about 20 miles an hour. We have a 65-degree temperature as Noah Carpenter finishing his warm-up throws. 
We've got uh, Schmitty over on the uh, bases, and we've got Jimmy Langan behind the plate uh, calling the balls and strikes here today. And uh, at some point, they're just going to have to put the bronze statue out front or, or just right behind the plate for Jimmy. Have we decided not whether or not we can just go ahead and mic him up? No, there's there's no reason why we can't have him umpire the game and do a little color, do a little analysis. There's no reason why we can't do that. I, I don't know. I don't know why we would want to. Uh, and and for the directionally challenged, those of you that are wondering how Memorial Field sits, the wind is coming straight in from center field, which would be to the north northeast instead of the south. So so Doug is one of the greatest sports guys in the world. Probably not the best weather guy. Just looking at the app. Just looking at the app, dude. I'm looking. I'm looking at the flag, and I'm and I licked my. Actually, I licked my finger and held it out the out the it window. Just, it just went to east six mile an hour. Look at the flag. It just dropped, and it just updated here. It's out of the east at six. Swirling winds of Memorial Stadium. It'd be a tough day for the kickers today. How great is that? Yeah. Well, we're ready to get our baseball action underway. Noah Carpenter is on the mound. The first man that he is going to face is Paul Schuyler, and the first pitch is down the middle for called strike one. Fain attempted a bunt there just to take the pitch all the way for Skyler, the center fielder. He'll be followed in the first inning in the top three by Ty Kudamelka and Joey Scoff. And the 0-1 pitch is going to be taken low for ball one, one and one. You know, uh, last summer I played in the golf scramble with Noah, and those first two fastballs were a lot straighter than any of his drives, hence probably why he's playing baseball right now. There you go. <laughs> the 1-1 count now on the way from Carpenter, just right over the top, going to be lined at second and right into the glove of Lane Shires. One up, one down, an easy play there for Carney. And we always talk about establishing your fastball, how important it is, and three straight pitches uh, along the outside part of the plate by Noah Carpenter, like most high school pitchers, wants to establish the outer half of the plate with the fastball before he goes into the off-speed stuff. So Kudabelka is a left-handed hitter. He leads the way for the Chieftains, batting 388 on the season. He stands in there. He probably won't take the first pitch. Well, he squares to Bunny, lays down the butt. Miller's out from behind the plate. It bounces right up to him, and they make a wide throw, and they say he pulled the first baseman off the bag in Jackson. Whirly boy, Whirly uh, was really doing the splits there, and Dan Schmidt, the umpire, was right on top of it. Boy, here with the turf, that ball doesn't necessarily die. It actually took two bounces and went right into the hands of Miller. That'll be an error on the catcher. And head coach Brad Archer comes out, and uh, he wants the umpires to uh, – he just says, will you guys talk about it? Tell me what happened. Yep. And he wanted to make sure that was the throw late or was he pulled off the bag, and they agree that he has pulled off the bag. So that'll be a throwing error. And the second man up, Kudamelka, is on base. That'll bring up the shortstop, number two, Joey Scott. Whirly held his glove up in the air, making sure he knew that he picked it. But uh, meanwhile, his left foot was off the bag, and got it. And Schmidt got a good look at that. I think it was a correct call. I think he was on the bag, and then when he picked it up, he was off the bag, and then he was back on the bag, and he just yep. was never there at the same time. So one-on-one -on -one out here at the top of the first inning. And the first pitch out of the stretch is high for ball one to scoff. And we've noticed that uh, time and time again, whether it's the Carney pitchers or – the visiting pitchers that as soon as they get into the stretch, they just don't seem to be quite as comfortable early on in the baseball game. It's a little bit different. Noah being a big, tall kid, probably 6'4", uh, takes a little bit while to unwind toward home plate. And we go high again, ball two. So 2-0 two and oh with Andrew Holloway on deck. Skyler lined out to second. Kudamelka reached on the air on his bunt because they had him by three steps. It's yep. just that the throw was wide towards the second base side of first. And it's 2-0 now to the number three batter, Scoff. He'll take high ball three. 
Talk, Joe three and zero. Talk about multi-sport athletes. Joe, Joey Scoff is one of the best basketball players from Bellevue East this past year. He uh, had a nice basketball season. He's going to play a lot of summer basketball. Uh, a nice two-sport athlete for Bellevue East. Now he stands in there with a three zero count, expecting that he'll be taking all the way here, trying to get two on with one out in the bottom of the first. But that one is called strike one. Three balls, one strike to Scoff. With Kudamelka at first, we're just underway with Varsity Baseball here on ESPN Radio. Throw to first. Trying to make sure that Kudamelka was paying attention. He really wasn't. And he just got back in the standing position. <laughs> yeah, for a little stroll there at first base. Had his back turned just a little bit. Noah keeping him honest. Outfield playing straight up. Not overly deep at all right now. Just pretty straight up here with Carpenter on the mound. The 3-1 pitch to Scoff is down the middle. Strike two, trying to steal. The throw is high, and did he slide off the bag? Yes, he did. He's out. Of, he's out. They got him off the bag on the bun, and then he overslid it playing here on the turf. Sometimes if you're not used to that, you slide a little quickly. The throw was just a touch high. They had him, uh, and then he overslid the bag, so Kudamelka is thrown out. You see that so much here at Memorial Field with the field turf. Anyway, they start their slide a little bit too late. The throw was a little bit high to the first base side. Didn't get him initially, but he slid on through, and a nice job by Shires put the tag on him as he came off the back. Now the full count pitch by Carpenter. Chopped right back to him. It bounced off his glove. He picks it up. He throws over to first. And just like that, instead of having two on and one out, it's three up, three down. No runs, no hits, one error, nobody left on base. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN. It's Bellevue East nothing. Carney coming to bat. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Man, Kimber, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Woo, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. And we go to the bottom of the first lane. Shires, Corbin Foster, Braden Miller. The first three up for Carney. Shires will take a fastball for strike one. 
And then he'll look at one sail outside for ball. One Ethan Fritz is on the mound here for Bellevue East this afternoon. Uh, East got a runner via a bunt error, but then wiped him out on a caught stealing. So three up, three down at the top of the first for Bellevue East. Doug Dudamani Kratzenstein with you here as the curveball doesn't. It stays up and in, and it is now two and one on Lane Shires. Fritz isn't exactly an imposing figure there on the mound. Kind of a smaller stature type kid. Uh, doesn't look like he has a tremendous amount of velocity, and right now he's having a little bit of trouble finding the strike zone there, and Shires is going to make sure he's going to make him throw a few strikes before uh, he offers. 2-1 bounces in front of the plate. It's 3-1. And now the 3-1 pitch. Shires setting on it, and it's going to be over the inside corner. Strike two. That was a good pitch. It was one that Shires... Wasn't going to swing out of the 3-1 count, but it caught the strike zone. So full count here by Fritz to the leadoff batter of the ball game, Lane Shires. He wheels, he deals. It's ripped into left field between short and third and a leadoff single. Lane Shires continues to raise that batting average here, and the leadoff man aboard here in the bottom of the first for Carney. That's about a perfect at bat for a leadoff guy. Saw a lot of pitches, got, got six pitches out of the deal. And then uh, turned on a ball into left field for a line drive and leadoff, leadoff starting uh, on base to uh, start the second, the bottom part of the first inning for Carney. Corbin Foster, the right fielder, bats left-handed and he is standing basically on the plate. His toe is on the chalk near to the plate. They play for a butt. They just outright steal the throw down, nowhere close, and an easy stolen base there for Lane Shires. He went on the very. Mm. First pitch. Yeah, he had the green light and very good jump, and Shires being a pretty quick kid. Uh, Fritz didn't give him a very good look at all and uh, went directly to home plate, and uh, Shires easily steals second base. It was a called strike as Foster took it, so the leadoff man already in scoring position. An 0-1 pitch to Foster. High, kind of slipped out of the hands there. Again, it looked like trying to throw the change up or the curveball, and it stayed high. It's 1-1. Isn't uh, is Foster on a little bit of a uh, power streak right now? Uh, if I'm not, not mistaken, I think he's been pretty hot his last few games. Well, he has stayed right at that top of the lineup, and he rips one to right, but it is way foul. Look out, swimming pool, because he got way out ahead of that one. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place Bring like home. Yeah, he, that's called turning on a ball, Doug. He turned on that one. Yeah, and if uh, they throw him a little more off speed, he might wave out in front of it. One and two with Shires after the leadoff single and stolen bases standing at second. Corbin Foster waits for it, and it's going to sail away outside. Ball two, two and two. Yep, and once again, I think uh, when you when you see a hitter turn on a pitch like that, you're going to try to work more the outside part of the plate, and that's exactly what Fritz did. So now the count, two balls and two strikes. And the pitch from Fritz swung on over the outside portion of the plate. That's going to be foul, but stay in play. Tracking it, tracking it. Chamolka, he got to it in foul territory and makes the catch. So out number one as Foster fouls out to left field for out number one. No chance for Shires to tag up. And that'll bring up Braden Miller, the catcher. Wearing number 10. Another good pitch that time by Fritz. He brought some heat, but it was over the outer corner of the plate. Had to go and protect it and popped it up. That's a that's a nice play by Chimelka there in, in left field. Ran a long ways, got it right over there by the bullpen area. So leadoff man still standing in second with Miller. Mason Casper is on deck here, scoreless in the bottom of the first. Nobody covering second, but wheeling and looking back there is Fritz. Will he attempt to steal third? Third baseman back now. They're playing for a bunt, possibly from Foster, and 
He went right back to playing behind the bag. First pitch is right down the middle for strike one to Braden Miller. Not much of a lead for Shires out there. Second doesn't look like he he's too excited about uh, stealing third. And not even much of a secondary lead that time. Let's see if he gets a little bit more here as he feels more comfortable with the move toward home. Yeah, not a whole lot that you have to worry about in signals here as Miller awaits the 0-1 pitch. Swung on and poked foul. Again, having to chase one over the outer half. And it is no balls and two strikes to Braden Miller. So Carney was able to pitch around a man getting on base in the top of the first, and now Fritz trying to pitch around the leadoff single and stolen base, and he's ahead in the count 0-2 here to Miller, who also pretty much stands on the plate, dares him to throw the ball inside. It's amazing how at all levels, well, high, high school and college anyway, with aluminum bats, how, how the pitchers really want to work the ball off the outside corner. Watch the catcher set up there. Here. Again, he set way to the outside. And the pitch is going to be popped back and out of play again. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. Miller just staying on top of it, trying to size up number six out there. And Ethan Fritz. Haven't seen a lot any off-speed from Fritz so far. Got two strikes on it and fouled off a couple. Let's see if he maybe goes something a little bit off-speed just to change the pace a little bit on Miller. Another 0-2 pitch to Braden Miller. Ooh, he started to go from second, and that caught the attention. Lane Shires actually started to take off, and the pitcher didn't throw it, and he came to an abrupt stop as the shortstop Joey Scoff and the second baseman Jimmy Lee hustled over to cover the bag. Play might have been on right there, huh? And Miller again waits the 0-2 count. No one, Nobody running. Curveball stays high. Ball one. That actually had a little break there for Ethan Fritz. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by Biotest Plasma Center. Be a superhero. Save lives and get compensated. Thanks to all the fine sponsors that allow us to be your home for Bearcat Baseball. There goes Shires to third. It's ripped right back up the middle. Caught by the second baseman. And Lee will throw to shortstop. And Joey Scoff is doubled off his base runner in Lane Shires. The ball was ripped. And it ends up being a double play. So no runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left on. We've had a little excitement, but no score after one here on ESPN. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney. High baseball. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. 
proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. Our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Bonnie Kratzenstein, I'm Doug Duda. We are back in the top of the second inning here at Memorial Field with high school baseball brought to you by Duncan Tice Construction, building with confidence, no score. And the middle of the order up for Bellevue East, Andrew Holloway, the third baseman, followed by the second baseman, Jimmy Lee, who just made a great play. And the first pitch is swung on and grounded to the Carney High. Second baseman, Lane Shires, knocks it down, grabs it, and throws over to first in time. One up, one down. That ball took kind of an unusual skip. Shires was kind of settled, kind of waiting on it, let the ball play him a little bit. Ball skipped away from him about three to four feet over to his right. Nice job of hustling after it, picking up barehanded and getting, getting the runner by the half step. Jimmy Lee snagged the line drive by Braden Miller and then turned it into a double play. He'll stand at the plate now and take one inside corner for strike number one. He's kind of bailing out on the curveball. Steve Spurgeon, the right fielder, will be next. The four, five, six hitters, which will be the same part of the lineup Carney will be in when we get to the bottom of the second. Noah Carpenter on the mound for Carney. Fastball waved on and missed. Strike two. So 0 and 2 here to Lee. Saw the value of throwing a, a curveball on the first pitch. There had him fooled the first time, and the second one blew a fastball by him. That fastball looked a little bit faster after it follows a curveball. 0-2 pitch, sails high. Braden Miller was setting up outside. The ball was actually right down the middle, but about shoulder high to Jimmy Lee. So it's one ball, two strikes, and a scoreless top of the second inning here at Memorial Field. Carpenter doesn't waste much time, and that one's going to be hit into left field. Coming in is going to be Engberg, and he will haul it in. So lining out to left field will be Jimmy Lee, and there's two up, two down as we go to the right fielder, number one, Steve Spurgeon. We see all three outfielders playing fairly shallow with that wind blowing a little bit in, and uh, Engberg was positioned perfectly, and a pretty well-hit ball, squared it up pretty well, but took about five steps in and uh, caught it about at his waist. And so another left-handed batter here for Spurgeon, and he'll take the first pitch a little low for ball one. That wind continues to come out of the east, where you don't see that very often. One is, that, is that what your app says? That's what my app says. The 1-0 pitch squaring to bunt. There's some room, but Casper's charging. He scoops, he throws. It's in the dirt, but it's scooped out for the out. Jackson Worley. Carpenter almost That's got well in the done. way of his third baseman, Mason Casper, and Casper was able to keep his balance and make the play. So three up, three down, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on for Bellevue East. We go to the bottom of the second. East and Kearney, scoreless. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! 
your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. And it's the cleanup man for Carney High as we go to the top or bottom of the second inning here. Mason Casper will step in, and the curveball is going to stay just a touch high, ball one. So Ethan Fritz tried to start with an off-speed pitch here in the second inning. Both teams had a base runner in the first, but neither one was able to move along. And Casper, a big swing and a high pop-up to the second baseman, Jimmy Lee. He's going to give way to the first baseman, Burlingame. And Burlingame will haul it in. So Casper, the high fly out to the first baseman for out number one. Designated hitter, Corbin Rich. Then shortstop, Rich. Seth Stroh. Shires led off the game with a single for Carney, but was wiped out on a double play line drive to second. After he had stolen second, he was trying to steal third on the exact pitch that got lined out. For Bellevue East, they reached on an error and then were thrown out on a caught stealing by Shudamulka. And Fritz to Rich, straight back foul ball, brought to you by Home Real Estate. I think um, as we've moved to the varsity here, everybody knows that Rich is an outstanding hitter, and they're waiting for him to catch up to one in person uh, that is a huge fastball because they know he can give it a ride, and he is still kind of waiting to get some uh, big-time deep shots off his bat. He's had a few, but folks here at home are waiting for one as the ball sails outside. Ball one. He has some uh, some prowess in the hitting cage, and a lot of kid, people are talking about it for as a freshman, having that sort of power just hasn't hasn't quite made it happen right, right now at this high level, higher level of baseball. Well, Paul Schuyler better hope he doesn't hit it to dead away center or he's never going to have a chance. Schuyler is really playing in as the ball sails inside ball two. Two balls, one strike to Corbin Rich. Playing about uh, average to medium depth here in left and right. Playing way back at second base on the outfield turf is Jimmy Lee. 2-1 pitch. Swung on off the mask of the umpire, Jimmy Langan. He's taking a little bit of walk there. Uh, shake cobwebs out just a little bit. Mask or shoulder. He still got the ball and whipped it out there. And so the catcher is going to do the right thing, and he's going to go out and talk to his pitcher and give a little bit of a Extra break here to the home plate umpire, but Jimmy standing there seems to be okay. Two balls, two strikes to Rich. And let's not forget the importance of uh, when you're playing a home baseball game, the importance of walk-up songs. And we had Marvin Gaye with, with the Casper kid, and, of course, uh, we've got Motley Crue with the Rich kid. So a little diversity there in the walk-up songs, which we always like. Would, would you please uh, keep track of that for me? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> love love that kind of stuff. <laughs> two balls, two strikes. They play Camptown races for me. I don't understand why. <laughs> Long look in here by Ethan Fritz. Now he brings it home. Curveball popped into right field. Opportunity here for Spurgeon. He's trying to block the sun out. Looks for it. He lost it for a minute, but then is able to get that glove in front of the sun and haul it in. So Rich will fly out to right field and two up, two down here in a scoreless ball game at the bottom of the second. Seth Stroh still trying to find his stroke a little bit, Monty. We know he's got it. We know he can whack the baseball. He's got a couple of home runs, but just very... Off balance, uh, inconsistent for the lefty, and uh, they're hoping that he can get his stroke going here before the postseason. Absolutely, and, uh, you know, he had a little bit of a late start because of baseball season. Some of these kids got some indoor action uh, before he did, but uh, you're right. You know, certainly has it in him. 
long levers, uh, big frame, a lot of strength. Uh, yeah, it just just hasn't happened so Sestro far. Sestro will take the first pitch over the outside corner for a strike. And now Fritz goes same place, but a little lower, and it's ball one, one and one. Of course, Stroh, a key cog on the Kearney High ba- basketball team uh, this winter. Uh, second leading co- scorer behind Shiloh Robinson. Stroh's 1-1 pitch, fouled back. A lot of it back to the net here for Carney. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home, and it's one ball, two strikes on Stroh. If he can get aboard, then it's Jackson Worley. Otherwise, both teams will have went six up, six down to start the game. And Stroh probably the best college prospect on the football field that Carney High has as well. Now the 1-2 pitch. Ethan Fritz checks in for the signal. Takes a long time now, the wind and the delivery. And waved at it, missed. First strike out of the ball game for Fritz. Three up, three down, both sides here in the second. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on for Carney. We go to the top of the third. It's scoreless between the Bearcats and Bellevue East. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Radio. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Jake Altiste is checking in now as the first batter on the top of the third for Bellevue East. Scoreless ball game here. Carpenter a little low and inside for ball one. Again, no hits for Bellevue East so far. The only man that reached base is their leading hitter in Ty Kudamelka. He had a bunt that would have been an out except for the throwing error. Now swinging a miss or swinging a foul ball on the right field line and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. So one ball and one strike to Jake Altiste. Then it is the first baseman, Jake Burlingham, and uh, Ethan Fritz, the pitcher, will wrap things up the first time through the order here for Bellevue East. Not wasting much time. 1-1 and out ahead of that curveball, chopped right into the ground. Strike two. Most of the Carney pitchers don't take long time. I know Coach Archer wants them to be moving along and don't throw a lot of balls, but uh, most of the guys, especially Tempo. the ones we've seen uh, uh, from the homestand, especially when the bases are empty, they just get back and work. One-two pitch, swung on and popped down the right field line, and that's going to get out of here as well. So it remains one and two. And we've talked about how advantageous that is for your defense is keep them on your toes, keep their attention, and uh, work quick. 
High School Baseball brought to you in part by Buffalo Roofing, reliable roofing for Kearney and Central Nebraska, and the Bike Shed. Head to the shed. As the 1-2 pitch is going to bounce low, ball 2, 2-2. Two two. To the leadoff man here in the top of the third inning, the catcher, Jake Altiste. A lot of seniors in this lineup for Bellevue East. Again, it is senior day here as well. They'll honor them between games. And another one that skips off the plate for ball three. Altiste, though, just a sophomore. So uh, behind the dish, varsity catcher as a sophomore. Don't see that very often in high school baseball. First full count that uh, Carpenter has faced or has seen. 3-2 pitch now. And it's going to be down the middle, grounded up the middle. Shortstop Stroh slides, picks it up behind second, and the throw is picked up out of the ground again by Jackson Worley. Stroh covered a lot of ground to steal a single away from El Tiste and one down here in the top of the third. Expected him to bend over uh, while he was covering quite a bit of ground, actually slid down on his knee, made a nice stop with it, with his foot planted, and made a nice throw. That's a very athletic play from Sestro. We remain scoreless here in the top of the third. Nobody on one out. And Jake Burlingame will check in. So Burlingame will take the first pitch for ball one. You know, you're really seeing the value of, of as a high school pitcher, a college pitcher too, of just throwing strikes, letting your defense work. There's so much value to that. And the 1-0 pitch swung on and popped up into shallow right. This might stay in the infield. They can't find it, so the right fielder, Corbin Rich, comes in in very shallow right and makes the play. Worley and Shires kind of looked at each other, and Foster said, don't worry about it. I got it. So, that, you know, right field is a tough place to play at this time of day at Memorial Memorial Field. Uh, you see Spurgeon made a really nice play in that uh, previous inning, holding his glove up, covering up the sun. They teach you how to do that, and he actually lost it, but because he had his glove held up, he was able to, to, to find it. Now Ethan Fritz will stand in there and take strike one. Just caught the upper portion of the outside corner of the strike zone. If we were watching the strike box, that would be up and away on the corner for strike number one to Fritz. Next one swung on and missed, strike two, and Back-to-back fastballs by Carpenter. He is trying to get through the lineup for the first time, facing the minimum nine with no hits, and he's one strike away from doing that. And the 0-2 pitch, Carpenter tries the fastball, but away. They were set up out there, Good and pitch. it's ball one, one and two. You know, you see those three three fastballs in three dis- very distinct locations, outside corner, inside corner, and then off the plate about four inches. That's a pretty good job pitching the first three pitches of this batter from Noah Carpenter. And a 1-2. Takes something off of it. Curveball. And Braden Miller was already in the dugout by the time they called strike three there. That is the first strike out of the ball game for Noah Carpenter. No runs. No hits. No errors. Nobody left on. And Carpenter faces the minimum through three. We go to the bottom of the third. Carney and Bellevue East are scoreless on ESPN Radio. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. 
At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTech Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTech is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTech team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTech is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTech at SeaTechRestoration.com. And we go to the bottom of the third. Jackson Worley starts things off for Carney, and he'll take one inside for ball one. The first baseman has made a couple of nice scoops already defensively to uh, pick a couple of outs up. Left fielder Sam Engberg, center fielder Trey Rodriguez will be next. So let's see if Worley can get aboard and then some speed behind him. He'll swing at this one and miss strike one because Engberg and Rodriguez, Engberg, when he doesn't start, he is usually your courtesy runner out there for Carney. So he's got speed, and we know Trey out there in center field does as well. But his batting average has kind of dropped as the season has progressed. He was in the 2-3 slot early on in the year. Now he's down towards the bottom as the fastball is fouled straight back here by Jackson Worley, and he's down on the count one and two. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Scoreless in the bottom of the third. Carney had a leadoff hit by Lane Shires, wiped out on a line-out double play by Braden Miller to end the first. And the one-two pitch now to Jackson Worley from Ethan Fritz. It's on the way, and he will pop it up down the right field line. That's going to stay in play. Is there room? First baseman over, over his shoulder, makes the catch. Nice Jake Berlin game. Looked for it, then looked at the fence, then looked for it again, and hauled it in over his shoulder, so out number one. You know, Cardi's had a little trouble with Fritz so far. It doesn't look like he's throwing very hard. doesn't look like he has a whole lot of movement on that curveball, but uh, Carney's been behind him. Can't really time him out a real, very well so far. Uh, needs to kind of sit back and, and get something and square something up here. Sam Engberg now steps in, shows bunt all the way, and then he's hit. Let's see what the umpire says. Was he over the strike zone? No, he pulled back, and it will be a base runner here. Sam Engberg pulled back, although he was crowding the plate. And they'll call a hit by pitch. They're getting some uh, words over here from the Bellevue East dugout, so they're going to check it out to make sure that it hit him and not the bat. And Dan Schmidt, the field umpire, says, yes, that's just exactly what happened. So Engberg reaches base, the second base runner here for Carney. And that'll bring up the center fielder, Trey Rodriguez, to complete our trip through the lineup. And the home plate umpire, Jim Langan, talking to the starting pitcher, Ethan Fritz, out around the mound because he was already out there to talk to his umpiring cohort. Just just talked a little bit about it. I think Fritz probably wanted to know where's a good place to eat after the game and Jimmy, you know, helping out, being hospitable. I think I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> now talking to the catcher. Uh huh. I don't know if they thought there was interference or if they actually thought he was uh, not hit and it was hit by the bat. But everybody's talked to, and now we're ready to get going with Trey Rodriguez standing in. One on, one out here in the bottom of the third of a scoreless game between Carney and Bellevue East. Throw over to first, and 
Engberg's back on the I, bag before he makes the turn. I wonder if they're they're wondering if he got his bat pulled back because he he'd squared around a bunt, as you said, and they were wondering if his bat was still in the strike zone when he did get hit. Rodriguez right back up the middle. Base hit the second one of the ball game and advancing down to second is Sam Engberg. So, Carney, a little something going here with the bottom of the order in the third. First and second with one out at Elaine Shires, who had the first hit of the ball game, will stand in there. A sharp single to left. So Shire stands in. Could possibly bunt, so the third baseman, Andrew Holloway, comes in. But he's taking all the way, and it gets back to the backstop, and the runners will advance on a wild pitch. Yeah, that's a big that's a big deal there with one out. Uh, even though you were talking about the possibility, Button probably wasn't going to and took that pitch. With the wild pitch by Fritz, now all of a sudden there's two runners in scoring position with just one out. And, of course, the job of uh, Shires has changed just a little bit. He wants to put the ball in the middle of the middle of the field a little bit, uh, get the ball out in the outfield so he can at least score one run out of this. He's got that pole hitter stance, too, and the pitch is going to be hit towards right center field and deep. Back over to get it is going to be the right fielder in Steven Spurgeon. That's going to be a sacrifice fly is coming home to score. Will be Sam Egberg and Carney's on the board first here with two outs at the bottom of the third. It's one to nothing. And there's the value of the wild pitch or advancing on the wild pitch is uh, that fly out, even though it was fairly well hit, um, scores a runner from third. No chance for Trey Rodriguez to advance to the second, but third, third, but they still have runner in scoring position with two outs. Spurgeon got over there. Maybe the ball held out by the little bit of wind, but the wind is almost dead now as you see the flag uh, not anywhere near where it was in pregame warm-ups. Stepping in there, Corbin Foster. He popped out to the left fielder in foul territory in the first inning. one nothing, Carney here in the bottom of the third with two outs. Standing at second, Rodriguez. He didn't have a chance to tag up because... Spurgeon would have been able to get it in. He did get the ball in quickly, but it was cut off, and they let the runner get home. And time will be called here by Foster. If he can get aboard, then Braden Miller. And we will be back to the top of the lineup for Bellevue East in the fourth. They only had one base runner via an error. And the pitch, Foster chops it into the ground, and it's going to be right at first baseman Jake Burlingham, who will take it himself. So, Early game steps on the bag, one unassisted, and that'll be it. We're through three innings of play. Carney High picking up one run on one hit, no errors, and one man left on. We go to the top of the fourth. Carney one and Bellevue East nothing. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Radio. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. 
At Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses in Kearney, our experienced landscape designers will help you take your ideas and dreams for your property and turn them into reality. Unleash your property's full potential by letting our team professionally design, install, and maintain your residential or commercial landscapes. We can help you transform your yard and garden into the envy of the neighborhood. Visit them online at steinbrink.com or stop by and talk to the experts at 2010 30th Avenue. Steinbrink Landscaping, locally grown, locally owned, and a proud sponsor of Kearney high baseball. Doug Duda along with Bonnie Kratzenstein, our producer engineer Stacy Johns. High school baseball brought to you in part by Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses. Locally grown, locally owned. We go to the top of the fourth and the top of the lineup here for Bellevue East. First pitch is a fastball taken for strike one by Paul Schuyler. Hit it hard the first time up but lined out to Lane Shires. Nine up, nine down, only one base runner and was wiped out, caught stealing after reaching on an air. The 0-1 pitch, that one's a little farther out. Ball one, one and one. So we've cruised along here in about 40 minutes in the first three innings. We'll see if that changes up. Carney leads it one to nothing. Punching across to run here in the last half inning in the bottom of the third. Top of the fourth with Noah Carpenter on the mound for Carney, and that's going to be fisted out to short. Stroh doesn't let it bounce. He's able to take it out of the air for out number one. And, and I've said it every inning. It just seems like Noah Carpenter on the mound has been just very efficient. You know, spotting his fastball, working the inside, outside part of the plate. There he jammed leadoff hitter Skyler a little bit, just to kind of a soft liner uh, to the shortstop for the first out. Ty Kudamelka, who bunted and was safe on the throwing air, then thrown out stealing, will take the first pitch here. A touch high, ball one. He is the leading hitter for Bellevue East at 388 on the season. Andrew Holloway, who's the cleanup hitter. Batting 370, Joey Scoff is on deck. So Kudamelka and Scoff still to try and do some damage here as the next pitch is low. Ball 2, 2-0. Two oh. Bellevue East 9-10 and 10 on the season. They played at Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City this past weekend as part of a baseball classic. Here's a fastball taken all the way right down the middle for strike one. So 2-1 and one to Kudamelka with Joey Scoff on deck. Bellevue East trying to find some offense. Haven't had... As we told you, anybody passed first so far in the game. And Kudamelka, their only base runner. 2-1 pitch. Sails high, ball three. Kudamelka butted the very first pitch that he saw in the first inning. So I'm sure Carpenter knows he's their leading hitter and being a little more careful here. Center fielder playing in in Rodriguez. Here's a ground ball towards second. Two hops and right into the glove. Of Lane Shires. Couldn't have been any easier for Lane, and he throws him out. Two up, two down here in the fourth. Nice job coming back from a three ball, three ball count there by Noah Carpenter. You know, just kind of grooved to fastball and, you know, hitting a round ball with a round bat sometimes. It's kind of hard, and even for a good hitter such as uh, uh, Bellevue East leading hitter right there. You're listening to KXPN Carney and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along as Joey Scott, the shortstop, steps in, and he is going to have the first hit of the ball game right down the third baseline. He's going to try to turn it to two. Good arm. They throw in, and he slides just getting in there. Sam Engberg put it on the money to his second baseman, Lane Shires, and taking a chance with a two-out double is Joey Scott, the first hit of the ball game with two outs here in the fourth for Bellevue East, and now they've got the tying run aboard. And that was on the keen eye of home plate umpire Jimmy Langan because it just went over the base, one of those that bounced twice fair, and then when it went over the bag, I think maybe bounced once fair, it went over the bag and lit foul, but it's where it crosses the bag. And it was deemed a base hit. So now Andrew Holloway, 
who crowded out to second to start the second inning, stands in there. And the pitch swung on and missed. He was going to swing at that one no matter where it was. It was up and in, and he wasn't able to catch up with it. Scoff did a nice job of, uh, of getting out of the box quickly. If he hadn't, uh, he would have been out a second because Ingbird uh, did a really nice job of finding that ball real quick and, 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 and throwing into the uh, second base. Now with a runner on second, that just opens up the infield a little bit more because they have to shade him. You just saw that. Scoff has speed, or else he wouldn't have tried to turn that into a double, which he barely made it in there. Great job out in left field by Sam Engberg. 0-1 pitch now after a little wait from Eng- or from a Carpenter to Holloway. Right over the top and high, ball one. One ball, one strike. Jimmy Lee is on deck. Bellevue East trying to answer here in the top of the fourth. They run. They gave up in the bottom of the third to Carney. Carney up by a score of one to nothing. Don't forget the Loper Football Backers Banquet tonight at the Eunice Hospitality Center. I know a lot of folks are on their way out there. Social hour gets underway at 5.30, dinner at 6.30, and auction at 7.30. They've raised over $1.5 million since 2010 for scholarships and running the program. The pitch is a curveball, hammered into the ground, foul into the Carney dugout, and that'll make the count one ball and two strikes on Holloway. Also a good day for the UNK women's golf team. Just a couple of shots off a school record, a 302 down at the MIAAs, and that moves them into third place in the team standings. They stay there tomorrow. That's a guarantee on to regionals, you would think. Uh, the Lopers were in good shape going in, and now doing very well down there in Kansas with the final round set for tomorrow. One ball, two strikes here with two outs to Andrew Holloway, the tying run at second. After Scoff doubled down the third baseline, the pitch swung on and hit it to right field. Drifting back is Foster. Can't see it. The ball drops. He lost it in the sun. This ball game is tied. It rolls to the fence. They may be able to turn this into three. That's what they're going to try and do. The throw into third base is just wide, and that has to go down as a triple for Andrew Holloway. Foster didn't find it in the sun. We saw earlier Spurgeon lost it momentarily as a right fielder for Bellevue East but made the catch. Here, Foster, it bounced literally a foot, maybe two feet in front of him, and then spun all the way to the wall for a two-out triple. And we talked about how difficult right field is this time of day here at this ballpark, and uh, you saw that right there. He had his glove up, didn't really shield the sun very well, but uh, again, has to be a triple. Uh, Tough break there, but at the same time, uh, put the bat on the ball, two strikes, and uh, got it out there and went all the way to the wall, and now we've got the lead runner. That'll bring it Jimmy Lee, and he'll take a breaking ball for called strike one. So 1-1 now here at the top of the fourth inning. The two-out double by Joey Scoff, and then he's driven in by Andrew Holloway. 0-1 to Jimmy Lee, who lined out to left the first time. Takes a pitch outside, ball one, one and one. And that's the other difficult thing about a freshman like Corbin Rich. You know, I guarantee you being probably the best player on his team's goal growing up, he probably hasn't played a lot of right field, hasn't had to worry about a lot of sun fields out there in the outfield. Usually played first base, pitched, played third base, and so on. But uh, he's in there because of his bat, but a uh, tough break for him. And the pitch, ooh, check swing. He went around, strike two. So it is one ball and two strikes. Oh, thanks. I, I had a pretty good point there, and it would have been a really great point if it would have been the right kid. Now, otherwise, you're talking about Corbin Foster, who has played outfield and just had a bad break with the Sun. Thank you. Yeah, Rich is the DH today. 
Did you say idiot under your breath? No, I did not. Okay. Curveball, hit to third base, the hop to Casper. He picks it up, throws it in the dirt, but it's right off that turf bounce into the glove of Jackson Worley. And Carney will get out of here without any more damage. But in the fourth inning, one run, two hits, no errors, one man left on. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Carney and Bellevue East tied at one on ESPN Radio. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases, too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. 1-1, we go to the bottom of the fourth, and Braden Miller stands in there, lined into a double play to end the first. This time, he doesn't have to worry about it. First pitch is right back up the box, quickly into center field, and Miller with a leadoff single here in the bottom of the fourth to be followed by Mason Casper, who popped up to the first baseman, and Corbin Rich will be the first three batters here in the fourth inning, and we're watching some of the warm-ups in uh, Braden Miller. Coming out of the Drag, ball game. Dragging a wing there, isn't it? Yeah. Looks like something uh, maybe on that left arm or left hand. Now, Miller definitely fast enough, but as the catcher, they're going to a courtesy run for him, and I again would expect a stolen base opportunity here for Carney. Standing in there, though, is Mason Casper, and he'll line it, ground it Not right through the shortstop. And making it over to second base is Will Richter. He is your courtesy runner, and Casper is safe on the air. So the first two men on here in the bottom of the fourth for Carney. They're jumping on the first pitch, too. Yep, threw, got a fastball down the middle, hit it right, one hopper to the shortstop, and just didn't get his glove down or, or, or in position. Kind of surprised me when it went through. Perfectly placed double play ball for them, but uh, this might cost them a little bit here as the uh, first two runners on base with nobody out. Now the big question is whether or not you got your designated hitter with a lot of power if we're going to ask him to bunt. You know, typically Archer would really like to bunt these guys over, put a little pressure on the defense, but uh, with Rich, um, we'll see. Well, there is a visit to the mound here. Talking to the infield about what they want to do. Rich flew out to right field in the second inning. Then you've got Seth Stroh and Jackson Worley, and to be quite honest, and Coach Archer talked about it last week, it may have gotten a little bit better with the doubleheader against Creighton Prep and uh, up in Norfolk, but that bottom portion of the lineup, uh, the batting average is way, way down, and they have had trouble producing uh, base runners and runs 
with the bottom of the lineup. So let's see what the freshman Corbin Rich does. Stands in there. They play in at the corners for the bunt. Two on. Nobody out. And they wheel back to second just to see if Rich will give his hand away here, whether he's button. He didn't do anything. I think they stay with him. That's why he's in there. Your designated hitter, the pitch to Rich, is going to be fouled away. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Uh, like you said, uh, he's your DH. Uh, he's your one of your power hitters. So, yeah, you would love to bunt. And I think he probably can. But swinging at the first pitch, trying to make something happen here against Ethan Fritz. And as you said, the corners are in really, really tight. All three batters here in the fourth have swung at the first pitch from Fritz. And the 0-1. Swung on and fouled away again, but Rich has been behind him the whole ball game. He flew out to right, and all of his foul balls have been down the first baseline. He had a couple straight back to the net. It's 0-2. And that's really, as we talked about, kind of a timing issue. It isn't that he's blowing it by him or that he's slow on the swing. He's just having trouble timing that up. So you've got Miller at second, but that is the courtesy runner in Richter, and then you've got Casper at first and the pitch. Ground ball towards second. Oh, it hit the runner, Casper. That's a dead ball. Runner's interference, and so Casper is out. Richter, the courtesy runner, has to go back to second, and Rich will get first base. And I'll have to go back to my book here, but I think that goes down basically as a fielder's choice. So two on, one out now, and Sestro stands in after striking out. The only strikeout of the ball game for Carney in the second inning. And I'm not sure that ball would have got through if it would have missed him, I think, uh, but that would have got the runner to, to third base from second. as When it hit him, it's a dead ball. Runners on first and second. And he turns to bunt. Stroh lays down a good one. The pitcher is going to pick it up. Fritz, throw to first, not in time. That's an infield hit, and the bases are loaded. Seth Stroh, using that left-handed advantage, got it down, hustled down the line. Nothing bad about what Bellevue East did, but... It was a well-placed bunt. Infield single loads him up for the first baseman, Jackson Worley, who fouled out to first to start that third inning of play. Caught that third baseman a little bit unaware. He wasn't uh, thinking bunt with one out, and a uh, beautiful play by Sestro. Shows the speed down the front, down the first base line. First base in, third base in. The pitch swung on and popped up and out of play right back towards the fans here near the concession stand. And it's 0-1 to Jackson Worley. And you're absolutely right. Once again, uh, Carney hitters jump on the first pitch from Fritz. I think we can edit that. You took a good pause there. You're absolutely right once again. And then you kind of paused. <laughs> sound, 0-1. Sound bite. I'll, I'll, that'll, that'll come back to me. Pitch is hit towards center field. Coming in strong and diving and making the catch is going to be Paul Schuyler. Tagging up towards the plate. The throw's there. Got him on the foot. But Richter is sliding in ahead of the tag in Carney. Takes a 2-1 lead, a nice play in center by Paul Schuyler, but Carney with the courtesy runner just about a foot ahead of the throw. You know, that was a nice play. You know, he slid to catch that ball in center field, very shallow, good uh, shallow hit, good jump, popped up, made the throw. If it had been anybody besides uh, Richter or, or someone fast like Engberg, et cetera, probably would have been out, but uh, slid just ahead of the throw. So Carney now leads it 2-1 with two on and two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Again, they play in at third base for Sam Engberg. You've got Corbin Rich at second. Seth Stroh with that bunt single is standing at first. An RBI sacrifice fly for Jackson Worley. Carney scored at the bottom of the third, and here in the bottom of the fourth, East got their first hit and scored at the top of the fourth. Two to one, Carney. 
And the pitch from Fritz is going to be taken just a little up for ball two. So Engberg up 2-0. Trey Rodriguez, the number nine hitter, waiting on deck if Engberg can keep it going here for Carney. 2-1 here in the bottom of the fourth. Senior night. They'll be honored between games between the varsity and JV. Curveball stays high. The breaking pitches haven't done a whole lot here in the game for Fritz, and that gives Carney a chance to kind of set on the fastball. Absolutely. And you also see that he's had to groove several of them, and uh, Carney being pretty aggressive at the plate. So the count now 3-0, and taken all the way, and it's over the inside half for strike one. Three balls, one strike to Sam Egberg. Runners at first and second with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth, and Carney leading it by a score of 2-1. to one. Trying to add on to it here, the 3-1 pitch. Taken low, ball four. And we haven't had many free passes in this baseball game, but there's one to Sam Engberg, and that loads the bases. That is the first base on balls issued by Ethan Fritz. He did hit Sam Engberg the last time he was up, so Engberg has been to the plate twice. He's been on twice, but neither one via the hit. And Trey Rodriguez, who singled sharply up the middle, is... Standing in there now, and he'll take the first pitch for called strike one. The seventh man to come to the plate here for Carney, but yet only one run here in the fourth. And once again, third baseman, for whatever reason, is really in close. If he turns on one, he, he will not be able to get a sharply hit ground ball. Fastball high, one and one. Lane Shires waits on deck. Bases loaded, Rich at third, Stroh at second, and Engberg at first. Rodriguez. Trying to go two for two in the ball game and open things up a little bit. Again, playing in at third, deep everywhere else. The pitch, outside, sailed away. Ball two, and now here's where Fritz has to be a little careful. Even though Rodriguez pounded him, he's not your normal nine hitter. But you always hate not putting the ball in the zone the lower in the order you get, and there's no room to put Rodriguez. So a big 2-1 pitch here from Ethan Fritz on the way, and it's outside, ball three. Three balls, one strike to Trey Rodriguez. Will he be taken all the way, or will he be standing on his tiptoes ready to go get one? I think you go one pitch, one spot here. You look for, for a fastball, a certain part of the plate, and see before you swing. 3-1. Swung on and missed. Strike two. So a big pitch in the ball game. Now for both ball clubs, the runners will be able to take off. There is all kinds of room down the right field line if he is able to knock it over the first baseman's Burlingame's head. They can run for a while. Three and two, two outs, bases loaded. There go the runners. The pitch to Rodriguez, swung on and missed. Strike three, the second strike out of the ball game for Ethan Fritz, and he keeps Bellevue East in it. So for Carney High, they're able to pick up one run here in the inning. They do that on two base hits. There was one error, and the bases left loaded. We go to the top of the fifth. Carney two, Bellevue East one. You're listening to High School Baseball on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 
Ten years of doing things the right way have led to a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, Buffalo Roofing is proud of their outstanding service on every job. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding, and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney voted best of Kearney four years straight. Online at buffaloroofingne.com. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Right fielder Steve Spurgeon going to take ball one here to start the top of the fifth inning for Bellevue East. Both pitchers have went the whole way. Noah Carpenter out there giving up just two hits. Both last inning, one of those, unfortunately, for Carney. Uh, lost it in the sun, would have been the third out, would have retired the side. Instead, it got Bellevue East on the board. 2-0 pitch now. Swung on and missed, strike one to Steve Spurgeon. He'll be followed by the catcher, Jake Eltiste, and then the first baseman, Jake Berlingane. 2-1, Carney. We are in the top of the fifth here on ESPN Radio. Carpenter right over the top and brings it low. Ball three. Three balls and one strike. Carpenter has not walked the man yet in the ball game, and he is trying to avoid doing that here to the right fielder for Bellevue East. And he does walk him low, ball four. So Spurgeon sprints down to first base. A one-run lead. That leadoff man getting on with the free pass. And that'll bring up the catcher, Jake Eltiste. Let's see if they look to bunt him over. Eltiste, the first time up, went down on a ground out to short. First walk and also the first time the leadoff batter has been on for Bellevue East. So Bellevue East... Trying to find a way to move runners along here. Down 2-1 to one with the two hits so far in the baseball game. Short lead, squares to bunt, does bunt. Casper charging all the way. Only play is first, and it's an easy put out. But a sacrifice bunt there for the catcher, LT State. Nice play all around there. Nice bunt. Placed down the third baseline. And then nice play by Casper. Didn't uh, try to rush anything, do anything that he wasn't shouldn't, shouldn't have done. And uh, made a nice throw to first base. So good baseball play. One out. For the Bellevue's Chieftains here. Our high school baseball on ESPN Radio brought to you by Moonlight Custom Screen Print and Embroidery. Everything's better by Moonlight and Fanatic Sports Bar and Grill, where everybody wins. And a time as Coach is trying to get his signals into his batter, make sure everybody's ready to go, get situated down there at second base with the runner Spurgeon. Two to one, Carney, top of the fifth. Tying run at second here for the Chieftains with one out on the sacrifice bunt. And Noah Carpenter back to the stretch. Miller, the catcher, sets up outside. And the pitch is outside, but it is also a little high. Ball one. 1-0 to Burlingham. 8-9. Trying to drive in Steve Spurgeon here in the top of the fifth. Nice night for baseball. The wind Died down from the start. JVs will follow about a half hour after our varsity game. Pass ball outside. Ball two. So it is 2-0. and oh, And Carpenter all of a sudden has started to lose a little bit of his control. Not bad, but again, down on the count to the number eight hitter. 
Nobody warming up in the bullpen yet for Carney. And the 2-0 pitch from Carpenter is right down the pipe. Strike one. You know, and you can tell that he isn't quite as comfortable. You mentioned that early on. Quite as comfortable with runners on base. Kind of slows himself down just a little bit. Uh, as a delivery, just a little bit different when they go from the stretch than from the full windup. So two balls, one strike. Not a huge lead down there at second from Spurgeon. Long look, Carpenter. He'll bring it home. Swung on and missed. Strike two. So after being down 2-0, and oh, he has been able to fire a couple of strikes in there and even the count 2-2 two and two on Jake Burlingame. With a 2-1 lead, trying to get a big out here to where anything would get Fritz to get him out of the inning who is waiting on deck, but I think they're pinch hitting for him, it looks like. So let's see what this 2-2 pitch is from Noah Carpenter. He'll bring it home, and it is jammed off the fist back into the crowd right between a couple of the Bellevue JV coaches. Our foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. On deck right now is Blake Irwin. Just a freshman down there swinging a bat on deck, so it looks like we'll get a pitching change. Ethan Fritz has done a great job. Now, again, in high school baseball, he may be batting, and they still bring Fritz back in. They can do that one time. Carpenter again, the 2-2 pitch. Delivers just outside. Ball three. Good pitch, but taken. And we have a full count here to Berlin game. Watch Matt Conant, who's assistant coach Matt Conant, who's in charge of the pitching, sitting there on the on really talking location. He, he's really working that, that inside-outside with the fastball. Looks like uh, catcher set up just a little bit to the outside. Carpenter's 3-2 pitch is popped back up over our heads, headed towards the vehicles, and it sounded okay. <laughs> Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. Our high school baseball brought to you in part by Lanny Carlson Motors, going the extra mile for you and the bike shed. Head to the shed. There's two different ways to get where you're going. The Bike Shed and Lanny Carlson Motors. Thanks to those folks and our many fine sponsors here on KXP and Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Top of the fifth, Kearney 2, Bellevue East 1. The runner at second with one out here is Spurgeon and a 3-2 count to Jake Berlingame trying to advance the runner if nothing else here. Carpenter takes a look at second, comes into the stretch, looks back at second one more time, now brings it home, and it's going to be hit to deep left field. Backing up is Sam Engberg. He's got room. He gets under it and makes the catch and no tag. As that one was hit almost to the warning track, that's the by far the deepest hit ball, not necessarily the hardest hit because a couple of lineouts for Bellevue East, but the deepest ball that they put into play, and now two outs as we bring up a pinch hitter here for Bellevue East. And that'll be the freshman, Blake Irwin. Nice job by left fielder Ingberg there getting to his spot. You know, didn't panic, just kept running, running, didn't put his glove up too early, found the spot, got squared away, caught the ball, and then got the ball in, in very quickly so the runner could not tag and move to third. Now Steve Spurgeon drew the leadoff walk, then got down to second on the sacrifice butt by El Tiste. Now it's going to be up to the freshman to try and drive him in and tie this baseball game up. 2-1 Carney, two outs, top of the fifth here for Bellevue East. Carpenter has gone the distance. Paul Schuyler, who made a nice play in center last half inning, is waiting on deck at the top of the order. And the wind in the pitch, Carpenter is going to be fouled away over the East dugout. And our foul balls again brought to you by our friends at home real estate. Don't forget to go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and vote on the Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. PlatteRiverPreps.com, nominating your favorite athlete for Athlete 
of the month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Last month, Lexi Verton, Hastings St. Cecilia, Baylor Shireman of Aurora. We're getting towards the end of the month and some great track and golf and tennis and baseball, whatever the sport is, some great uh, athletes to get nominated. The 0-1 pitch. Swung on and grounded towards short. Stroh has to charge it. He makes the scoop. He does a couple of digs, throws it over to first, and tags the runner out, who does not the speediest. And I think Stroh saw that and almost took a little too much time. But Carney gets out of it. Threw a changeup. And there was no runs on no hits. There were no errors. One man left after the leadoff walk. And we go to the bottom of the fifth. Carney 2, Bellevue East 1 here on ESPN Radio. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. You're listening to Carney Baseball, high school style, on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN, Carney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Later tonight here on ESPN 1460, the NBA playoffs continue with the 76ers and Nets at 7 o'clock, followed by the Rock, or excuse me, the uh, Trailblazers and the Oklahoma City Thunder at 9.30. We go to the bottom of the fifth. The top of the order, Lane Shires takes a swing at the first pitch and yanks it fouled on the left field line. Strike one. He singled to start the uh, first inning for Carney, and then a sacrifice fly to right field to drive in a run in the third inning. No balls, one strike to Shires. He'll be followed by the right fielder, Corbin Foster, and then the catcher, Braden Miller. And the pitch swung on and chopped down the third baseline, but foul. And again, it is Ethan Fritz returning out there to uh, bat four, or to pitch, excuse me, for Bellevue East. And Fritz has done a nice job. We've talked a little bit about limiting uh, base runners, and he's done a nice job of pounding the zone, uh, making those batters work. And his defense has done a pretty good job behind him as well. 0-2 count, Natalene Shires. The catcher, El Tiste, sets up outside. Breaking ball stays high. Ball one. The wind has freshened again here as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning, blowing in out of the east-northeast. Seems like it's not being very nice to Carney. It blows when they're batting and not so much when... Bellevue East is. And the pitch. 1-2 off the end of the bat. First baseman slides over and makes the catch in foul territory. Burlingame able to haul that one in for the first out. And you saw the trouble that he was having with that uh, with that son. He kind of threw his hands up right away when that ball was hit, but eventually found it. Corbin Foster now comes in. He fouled out to left in the first and chopped it to first base in the third. And he'll look for his first base hit of the ball game. And the pitch. Swung on and hit to center field. Backing up Skyler. Still backing up. The wind holds it, and he makes the catch. So he hit it on a button. But with that wind blowing in, Skyler 
had to retreat about 30 feet and make the catch. So two up, two down. And Fritz is getting the job done on the mound here for Bellevue East as Braden Miller stands in with nobody on and two outs here in the fifth. And that ball hit pretty well, but that ball's going nowhere with the wind blowing straight in center field. And uh, center fielder took about five steps back and was able to track it down fairly easily. Don't forget, we've also got baseball on 1230 KHAS. Hastings hosting Grand Island. Game one of the doubleheader right now. 1230 KHAS and com, where you can hear all of our high school athletics and the internet streaming. High ball one to Miller. Casper waiting on deck. He scored one of the two runs here today after singling the lead off the fourth. The pitch to Miller. Swung on and hit high in the air and playable on the infield. Wind whipping. Pitcher comes into foul ground, and Fritz is going to take it in front of his first baseman, Burlingame. So another foul out here for Carney High, but the top of the order, three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. Carney cannot stretch their lead. We go to the top of the sixth. Carney two, Bellevue East one on ESPN Radio. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Woo, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Doug Dudamani Kratzenstein, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Carney High Baseball, brought to you in part by Steinbrink, Steinbrink Landscaping and Greenhouses, locally grown, locally owned, and Biotest Plasma Center. Be a superhero, save lives, and get compensated as we have a pitching change here for Carney High, and they're going to bring in Brant Grosskreitz. Grosskreitz, uh, no stranger to the mound. He is making. Yet another appearance here. He's got a great ERA on the season, and he is trying to uh, come in here and maybe pitch the final two innings and get a save as we go to the top of the sixth. It's 2-1. to one. Uh, Quick line score here for Noah Carpenter. Five innings, one run, one earned run. Gave up two hits, although one of those was a sun-aided hit. A one walk and one strikeout in the ball game. And we go now to the... Uh, Top of the sixth, and it will be the top of the lineup. Paul Schuyler, the center fielder, then the leading hitter, Ty Kudamelka, and the shortstop, Joey Scoff. Boy, you'll take that from your starting pitcher any day of the week. He, uh, Noah Carpenter did a nice job of uh, throwing strikes, limited the, the amount of base runners, and when he got in a little bit of trouble, worked through it. Uh, outstanding outing by Carpenter. We'll see if uh, Grosskreitz can uh, continue the, the good pitching performance. Glad to have you along with us. Standing in will be Skyler, lined out to second, and a weak little floater out to the shortstop, Stroh, and the first pitch from Grosskreitz is taken all the way for strike one. Grosskreitz probably throws a little bit harder than Carpenter, probably a little bit more movement. The pitch is chopped foul at the plate, and it'll be 0-2, so Grosskreitz comes out immediately, gets a little help. You thought I was putting you on, Monty. What's the flag doing right now? 
Uh, it's pretty it, pretty still. The wind was blowing in about 10 mile an hour the last half <laughs> inning, and now it's squadoosh again with East batting. The 0-2 pitch. He bent his knees, but he took it high for ball one. Gross Kreitz working it ahead of the count. Made him think about the off-speed pitch. Just Carney being hospitable to its visitors once again. Working fast. Gross Kreitz that time. Curveball taking for strike three. One batter, one out for Gross Kreitz, and that'll bring up the left fielder, Ty Kudamelka. He reached on an error in the first and grounded out to the second baseman in the fourth. And once again, Braden Miller coming out of that stance very quickly, throwing it down to third before Jim Lang had a chance to even make that call. Yeah, he knew that was a beautiful breaking pitch in here. Strike one, so Gross Kreitz coming out, jumping up ahead of the count. Trying to get through the top of the order here for Bellevue East and then worry about the middle of the order in the seventh. Two to one, Carney, top of the sixth. Fastball out and away. Not a whole lot of hits in this ball game for either team. Two total hits. Again, one of those was lost in the sun in right field. Carney has four total hits in the ball game. And the pitch. Bent his knees, and it's going to be strike two as he took it. Kind of knew it. Knew it was a breaking ball, and it broke in there. On Kudamelka. You see Grotzkreis and what he does, he throws his fastball that tails away from the left-handed hitters and then and throwing his curveball, four strikes at this point. Fastball way out of the strike zone there, two and two. Two balls, two strikes to Kudamelka. Joey Scoff on deck. He really has the only clean hit of the ball game, a double right over the third base bag. And here's another breaking ball that Kudamelka knew was coming and had to protect the plate. He fouls it out over the Carney High dugout. Our Foul balls brought to you by Home Real Estate. Why doesn't a windshield company ever ever sponsor foul balls? <laughs> two balls, two strikes. Nobody on, one out here in the sixth. Fastball high from Grosskreitz at a full count here on a good battle between Kudamelka and Grosskreitz. 2-1 Carney, top of the sixth. Right on top of the plate, Kudamelka can Grosskreitz bring it inside. He tries off speed and it misses. Ball four. So after striking out Skyler, a full count walk to Kudamelka. He was thrown out trying to steal back in the first inning. And that was the only base runner that Bellevue East had until Joey Scoff hit a two-out double in the fourth and came around to score when Holloway hit one into right field that at night would have been caught but was lost in the sun and went all the way to the wall for a triple. So scoff up there now. Kudamelka, an average lead. The pitch, fastball, high, ball one. And you've got your number three man up there, scoff, with your second leading hitter for average, Holloway, on deck. I think you're not going to give up a sacrifice out here with one out. The pitch, right down the middle, chopped towards second. Into the glove of Lane Shires to Stroh for one. Back to first, double play, and Carney is three outs away from the win. So Kudamelka wiped out of the double play by Joey Scott. Four, six, three, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. We go to the bottom of the sixth, Carney two, and Bellevue East one. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Radio. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make our clients feel like family. Looking for home, auto, life, or business insurance? We're here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is to help you realize your dreams by providing the protection and peace of mind to power life's journey. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene at 308-237-0914 or insconnect.net. Stop in at 2615 2nd Avenue. Proud supporters of Kearney Baseball. 
You already know that at Lanny Carlson Motors, we go the extra mile for you. And now we're going for extra bases too. If we don't have what you're looking for, our convenient car finder tool will help us put you in the right car at the right price. Our prices can't be beat for cars as new as last year's models. And we even have financing available. So come on in and see my husband Lanny, Jerry, or Brandon in North Kearney across from Menards at 6110 2nd Avenue or online at LannyCarlsonMotors.com. That's Lanny Carlson Motors going the extra mile for you. Proudly supporting Kearney High School Baseball. A lot of baseball going on tonight. Hastings at York is just underway. Hastings and Grand Island High School Baseball. First game of the doubleheader right now on 1230 AM KHAS from Duncan Field. Carney, or Creighton and uh, Nebraska playing at TD Ameritrade tonight at 7 o'clock. That'll be on ESPN 1550. It's also on the CBS Sports Network tonight. And here we move to the bottom of the sixth. Carney High 2 and Bellevue East nothing. Or one, excuse me. So two to one, your score. And Mason Casper will stand in there for Carney High. Casper uh, popped up to first, reached on an air, and then was wiped out uh, on a runner's interference. So he'll stand in there and take the pitch from Fritz and leaned into it. It was inside. Didn't hit him that time. Ball one. <laughs> he he kind of leaned into it, kind of looked at, looked at, the, at the umpire like, Maybe that hit me. Maybe not. Can then I get that one? Corbin Rich and Seth Stroh to bat here in the bottom of the sixth. The pitch to Casper stays high for ball two. So Casper takes a 2-0 lead here. And again, you don't want to walk that leadoff guy. And Casper, the cleanup man here for Carney. The 2-0 pitch. He's going to take that one over the A. Black on the outside. Good pitch. Two balls and one strike. And Fritz does once again a good job throwing a lot of pitches. We don't have a pitch count up here, but it seems like he's he's been fairly efficient, but he is in the uh, sixth inning. And the 2-1 pitch to Mason Casper fouled straight back 2-2. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. Carney saw Sam Engberg get hit by a pitch in the third inning. Then Trey Rodriguez singled, and Lane Shire's sacrifice fly drove him in. Braden Miller singled to start the fourth and scored on Jackson Worley's sacrifice fly to center with the bases loaded. And how about it? Mason Casper gets hit by the pitch, but the umpire says, no, you leaned over or it hit the bat. I think they're going to say that that one hit the bat. The count is three and two to Casper. Didn't argue too much about it. That's for sure. Yeah. Mason likes hit, whether he's being hit or, Ripping it up, left field playing very deep here for Casper. 3-2 pitch, strike, three call. That's the first punch out of the ball game. And Casper is out on strikes here by Ethan Fritz, who's also at the distance here for Bellevue East. So Corbin Rich, who's flown out to right and then reached on the fielder's choice when his ground ball hit Casper, is up. Then Seth Stroh, nobody out, nobody on one out here in the bottom of the six. Two to one, Carney. Pitcher's duel, and the ball is popped up. Is going to stay in play. Can the third baseman, Holloway, get to it behind the dugout? Yes, he can. Andrew Holloway right up against the fence. That's a nice job. By the indoor hitting facility. And fouling out is Corbin Rich. So the designated hitter not getting the day that he wanted. And the shortstop, Seth Stroh, struck out in the second and then had a bunt single to load the bases in the fourth, which eventually led to Miller tagging up and scoring on the Whirly Sacrifice Fly. So a big bunt single for Stroh last time up here, though. The shortstop, who's made some nice plays defensively today, will take the first pitch away. Ball one. 
Holloway did a very nice job of finding that uh, finding that fence. You know, he looked up, found the ball, found the fence, saw how much room he had, and then made that catch. A nice play by third baseman. In the outfield, not playing too deep here on Stroh. Third baseman playing way in here. It's ball two. I think we can tell Holloway that Stroh is not going to be dropping down a butt here with nobody on and two out. But he is still playing as if he was Willie Wilson or Coleman or somebody like that at the plate. That, there's a Royals-Cardinals reference a great, for you guys. That's a great reference from the 80s, Willie Wilson, Vince Coleman. Nice nice work, Doug. Ball three to Stroh. He's just trying to take the casual way down to first. And the 3-0 pitch, Stroh taking all the way. Ball four. So after getting the first two outs here, four-ball walk to uh, Seth Stroh. And that will bring a conference at the mound. And again, I think that's just, hey, we're at the bottom of the lineup. Let's see what's going on. And are we going to get a pitching change? Yes. yes, we are. I mean, just like that, they knew what was going on. It might have been a pitch count Fritz thing, is, huh? I don't think so. Not no. at this point. Fritz is going out to left field and coming into pitch for Bellevue East. Trying to pick up who that is. Did they bring in... Sp- did they bring in Joey Scott from shortstop? Well, we have a pitching change. We'll get it for you right after this timeout on ESPN Radio. Bottom of the sixth, Carney's up 2-1. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. The new pitcher for Bellevue East is going to be their ex-shortstop, and that is Joey Scoff. So he'll come in here trying to get the final out of the bottom of the sixth. Joey Scoff checks in, and stepping in there for Carney is the first baseman, Jackson Worley. He'll take the pitch low, ball one. So Stroh stands over at first after getting the two-out walk. Two-to-one, Carney, bottom of the sixth here on KXPN, Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda along with Monty Kratzenstein. Squaring to bunt is Worley, and they'll throw to first. Yeah, Again, yeah. there's no way that uh, Worley's bunting here with two outs. Now you, you wonder if uh, Stroh might have a steal on here, try to get him in position with, with uh, two outs. Now, Kudamalka moved from left to short, and then the pitcher Fritz went out to left. The pitch, way outside. It's a wild pitch, and Stroh will trot down to second base, and the Runner is in scoring position, an insurance run possibility here with two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning. And again, as a, as a defensive baseball coach, that drives you crazy. You know, you have your defense in position, and you just want to throw strikes, and then you give up a base to a wild pitch. 2-0 now to Worley. The pitch. Strike one. Taking over the outside third. Sam Engberg is on deck. 
No pinch hitter today for Coach Brad Archer, standing in that third base coach's box. Coach Matt Conant over in the first base box. The pitch swung on and popped up into right field. Coming in will be Spurgeon running, 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 and got under it and made the play. He didn't see it right away, but he is able to get over there towards the foul line and haul it in, so Worley flies out. Carney, no runs, no hits, no errors. One man left on. Ken, Noah Carpenter, well, of course, now it's a Brant Grosskreitz. Can Brant Grosskreitz finish it out here in the seventh? We go to the top of the seventh. Carney 2, Bellevue East 1 on ESPN Radio. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! To be a Platte River Prep school sponsor, like Awari Dunes and Copycat Printing, email digital at platteriverradio.com and find out how you can support your team on platteriverpreps.com. Five stations. 1230 KHIS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. Platteriverpreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Carney High Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great, and Buffalo Roofing, reliable roofing for Carney in central Nebraska. Mason Casper is actually going to come in to try and close things out here. Lane Shires moves to third, and they'll keep Brent Grosskreitz in the game. He'll move to second, and so that probably uh, takes out the designated hitter for now, Corbin Rich. So three outs away. There have not been many hits. Carney has four. Bellevue East has two, and one of those was just one that got lost in the sun out in right field that went as a triple to drive in their only run. And so we now go to the top of the seventh. It is the meat of the order, 4-5-6. The third baseman, Andrew Holloway, will lead it off. Then the second baseman, Jimmy Lee, and the right fielder, Steve Spurgeon. Again, Scoff, really the only clean hit of the ball game, and that was just over the third base bag to get the lone run of the ball game. The first pitch by Casper, outside corner, strike one. And we talk about it all the time, but that leadoff hitter at the top of the inning, especially when you're trying to come in and save the game. Important to throw strikes, important to get that first out. And the 0-1 pitching for Mason Casper, throwing fastballs again, swung on and behind that one, Holloway fouls it out of play. Down the right field line, our foul balls brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Don't forget when we are done, our ESPN postgame show. Quick chat with the assistant coach. Final numbers will get you on your way. And then they have senior night here tonight. And swung on and missed on the off speed, and it is strike three. So one up, one down here in the top of the seventh. And I guess I should amend that. Maybe the coaches are going to stay down on the field for the ceremony, so we'll see what happens. But don't forget, we will be in Grand Island Friday, 4.30, right here on ESPN, Southwest at noon Saturday, and back here for the home finale against Twin River next Wednesday. 
Jimmy Lee stands in. He's lined out to left and grounded to third, so he's pulled it twice. He's choked up on the bat, and he'll take one that bounces in front of the plate, ball one. Think Mason Casper's ever heard of Mickey Lolich? You're going to see the silhouette. I'll have to ask him that if he comes up for his postgame. You know, he's, he's quite a character. He might know who Mickey Lolich is. And then he's low again, so he threw fastballs all the way here and then threw the breaking ball that got Holloway out ahead of it. Now here he's overthrown a couple low to Jimmy Lee. 2-0. Now Lee probably smartly should stand there and wait for a strike. The 2-0 pitch is a fastball outside, so it's 3-0. Bellevue East just needs a base runner. Again, we saw this against Grand Island earlier in the month. They didn't even have a base hit till the sixth, and then were opportunistic, and the first base hit drove in two. The 3-0 pitch, strike one. Brought it inside, taken all the way, 3-1. and one. Top of the seventh, Carney two, Bellevue East one. One out, nobody on. Will Lee be taking again on the 3-1 pitch? Yes, and it's strike two, caught the outside corner. So Casper has battled back to a full count here. Steve Spurgeon on deck, and he's hoping Jimmy Lee will be on one of those white bags out there when he gets there. A 3-2 pitch now from Mason Casper on the way, swung on and fouled away. Fastball lands on top of the Bellevue East dugout. Nice job coming back from a a 3-0 count by uh, Mason Casper. uh, Throw two straight strikes, and uh, again, just trying to pound the zone, keep the runners off base. And again, we'll try the 3-2 pitch. Casper swung on and drilled to center field. Rodriguez back, and he makes the catch. Boy, that was hit hard by Jimmy Lee, but Rodriguez was there to haul it in. Two outs in the seventh, one away from a Carney victory. Probably the hardest hit ball of the day, really. Really squared that up right at him, but uh, Rodriguez did a nice job retreating about three steps and sticking his glove up, and uh, now we got two outs and, again, kept the bases clear uh, with, with a very good hitter, Spurgeon, up to bat. Spurgeon. We'll look at the first pitch and rip it to right field. It's down the line. It's curling. It's foul. So he jumped out ahead of Mason Casper expecting fastball. And again, two well-hit balls, but neither one of them able to reach base. One that was right at almost Rodriguez. He didn't have to move too far towards left field and haul it in. And that one yanked down the right field line about 10 feet foul. Spurgeon has grounded out to short and grounded out to third, but he pulled that one. Might see it off speed here, just just mess with his timing just a little bit. Actually, that was a sacrifice bunt to third. Fastball low, ball one. Carney's up 2-1, one out away from the victory, but when you're only up one, things can change in a hurry. The wind blowing in again now, actually when Bellevue East is batting. The 1-1 pitch, Spurgeon out ahead of that one, nice changeup, and it's 1-2, one, one strike away here from the save for Mason Casper. Spurgeon trying to keep it alive. Bellevue East has been held to two hits by Noah Carpenter, Brant Grosskreitz, and now the pitch, the payoff pitch on the way. Oh, it slipped out of his hands high. He was trying that big hook, and it's ball two. Two and two to Spurgeon. So he's thrown three different pitches to Spurgeon here, fastball, changeup, and the curve, and uh, see where probably location is probably more important than the actual type of pitch. Spurgeon two, stands two. in there the whole time. He doesn't get out of the box. 2-2 pitch now from Casper. Fastball swung on and missed, and Carney High on senior night picks up their 13th win of the season. Casper strikes out two of the three batters that he faces to earn the save here tonight. And for Bellevue East, they left a total of two men on base the entire game. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. 
And Carney High improves to 13 and 7. Bellevue East had a great pitching performance from Ethan Fritz, but they dropped the game here today for their third straight loss, and they go to 9 and 11 on the season. Carney two, and Bellevue East one. We'll be back with the final totals, post-game activities as you're listening to Carney Baseball on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Starting a new construction or an existing renovation project can seem like a daunting task. A task best trusted to Duncan Tice Construction to design and coordinate virtually any residential or commercial project. Duncan Tice Construction features single source accountability, cost control, and faster completion. Make precision, professionalism, efficiency, and quality control part of your project. Find us at DuncanTiceConstruction.com. A proud sponsor of Carney Baseball in this broadcast. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtothesched.com. Carney Baseball is brought to you in part by Biotest Plasma. How would you like to be compensated for becoming a superhero? Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Carney, is currently seeking superheroes. How do you become a superhero? By donating your life-saving plasma. Your plasma will be used to treat a variety of conditions, and when you become a plasma donor superhero, you're compensated for your time, up to $340 a month. Please visit us online at biotestplasma.com or stop by Biotest Plasma Center, one block south of Menards in Kearney. Your home or business doesn't have a tarp during rain delays, so when you experience water damage, the only place to call is SeaTac Restoration in Kearney. Whether it's fire damage, storm damage, or even mold remediation, SeaTac is here to get it right. Each member of the SeaTac team shares a commitment to quality. SeaTac is also your home for custom flooring, whether that be hardwoods, laminates, vinyl, tile, or carpeting. Don't just foul off your restoration and flooring plans. Hit a home run with SeaTac at SeaTacRestoration.com. Well, Carney High now, winners of four of their last five, beating Creighton Prep, Omaha South, Norfolk, and today, Bellevue East 2-1. to one. Our high school baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you in part by Duncan Tice Construction, building with confidence, SeaTech Flooring, your restoration experts, and Insurance Connection, connecting your family with the coverage that's right and uh, bringing you Carney High Baseball again Friday as they go to Grand Island and we bring in Monty Kratzenstein. Monty, I don't think we're going to get a post game with uh, the coaches as they get ready for a senior night and all the festivities, and that's fine. A lot of good things to talk about in pitching. Should Carney High be concerned that they have struggled at the plate, especially the last couple times that they have been at home? Well, may, maybe, but uh, the old adage is you win with pitching and you win with defense. And a performance like a pitching performance like you got tonight from Noah Carpenter, Brent Grosskreith, and Mason Casper, you know, anytime you give up uh, two hits, only walk one batter, have one error from your defense, you're really going to have a chance to win. And and uh, that recipe is 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 can be very successful at all levels. Um, probably didn't take advantage of of some base runners like they did, but they scrambled around. You know, they got runners on through errors. Uh, walks, hit by pitch, had had uh, you know minimal number of hits, but uh, scored their two runs off sacrifice flies actually. So, a very efficient performance for the the Bearcats tonight. 
only three of the seven innings that Bellevue East even have a runner on base here today. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, pitchers throwing strikes, spotting pitches. You know, you don't have to have a wide variety of uh, of, of of off speed things, and you got to trick anybody. You know, you throw strikes and you work the inner and the outer half of the plate, and that's exactly what Noah Carpenter did. Which you know, what what can we say? Noah Carpenter's last two performances. Outstanding outing today. Got a complete game last time against Creighton Prep when he was out there. Uh, pretty good for a for a guy who who didn't play Legion ball last summer. Didn't uh, play play baseball at all. You know, played golf last spring. And uh, can't say enough about that performance. And of course, Grosskreit and, and Casper came in and shut the door in the last two innings. Well, they are honoring the seniors here, and kind of uh, just the way it works. Trey Rodriguez and Mason Casper, the first two to be introduced, and I know their families were really key over the years in trying to get high school baseball. And uh, their sons now uh, able to be uh, able to play on this very first Carney High team. Trey Rodriguez, Mason Casper, Chandler Welker. Braden Miller, Sam Engberg, Corbin Foster, Gabe Hines, Noah Carpenter, and Dylan Berkey, the seniors for Kearney High this year. Let's take a look at the final stats of the baseball game for Bellevue East. One run on two hits. That all came in the fourth inning, and again, the uh, second hit that drove in the run was one that got lost in the sun in right field. Kearney had one error. That was the butt attempt in the very first inning by Kudamelka that just pulled first baseman Jackson Worley off the bag. And then there were only two men left on base today for Bellevue East. Joey Scoff had the double. Then Andrew Holloway had the sun-aided triple and the RBI. And that's all Bellevue East managed today. The winning pitcher for Carney, Noah Carpenter, going five innings. He gave up one run on two hits, one walk, and one strikeout. Brant Grosskreitz had a clean sixth inning uh, as the Walk was wiped out on a double play. One walk, one strikeout, one inning. Mason Casper gets the save as he strikes out two of the three batters he faced in the seventh. For Carney High, they managed two runs on four hits. There was only one Bellevue East error. Carney did leave five men on base. Kind of the big inning was the fourth where they scored a run on two hits but left the bases loaded. Carney scored in the third inning when Sam Engberg was hit by a pitch. Trey Rodriguez singled him to second, then Engberg got to third on a wild pitch and scored on Lane Shire's sacrifice fly. In the fourth, Braden Miller started it off with a sharp single back up the middle, and then uh, he ended up getting over to uh, second base on a fielder's choice. A bunt by Seth Stroh got him over to third, and Jackson Worley, sacrifice fly, uh, was able to get him home uh, as well so we had a couple of pitches that got to the backstop that allowed Carney to move runners along and that maybe is the overlooked thing here uh, the pitcher Ethan Fritz was not wild at all but a couple of times he gave Carney free bases and both of those guys ended up scoring on sacrifice flies so two runs four hits one error five men left on Ethan Fritz will take the loss today even though he only gave up two runs on two hits walked two and struck out three Joey Scoff uh, got the last man, Jackson Worley, for one-third of an inning. You know, you watch, uh, we, we talk about high school baseball and the importance of pitching defense. We already mentioned that, but certainly taking advantage of your opportunities, and Carney High did that a little bit, uh, advancing on some wild pitches. And, you know, if I'm Bellevue East, I'm a little bit uh, disappointed. You know, you waste a very, out, a very good pitching performance from Fritz, and you gave up a couple extra bases, which led to runs, and those two runs uh, were the difference. You know, a well-played game, very efficient game. You know, we suppose we have to give credit to our umpires, right? Whenever there's a there's a one-minute, one-hour and 35-minute game, 
game. You got to get. I'm sure Jimmy will take credit for that. Yeah, they moved along real quick, and uh, the four hits today, nobody doubled up. Lane Shire started the game with a single. Braden Miller had the single in the fourth. You also had a single from Seth Stroh on a bunt in the fourth, and Trey Rodriguez singled in the third. So Carney High from time to time hit some sharp ones, but they didn't have any extra base hits in the baseball game, but it doesn't matter. Carney wins it today by a score of 2-1, to one, and they are now 13-7. and seven. Their next two games are on the road. We'll be in Grand Island for the next one at 4.30 Friday right here on ESPN, then Saturday noon at Lincoln Southwest. That's at Den Hertog Field, which is out by Seacrest Field at Lincoln East. Then they're back home for the home finale Wednesday against Twin River. Carney girls soccer playing Lincoln High today. Uh, Adams Central won the Carney Catholic golf invite out at Meadowlark Hills today. Congratulations to the Carney boys. They completed an undefeated soccer season yesterday. Carney Catholic boys are playing Grand Island Central Catholic on the road tonight. The Central Nebraska track championships are going on at Northwest. We've got NBA basketball coming up here on ESPN 1460 at 7 o'clock. The 76ers and the Nets, followed by Portland and Oklahoma City at 930. Nebraska baseball on ESPN 1550 and the CBS Sports Network work tonight at 7 as they take on Creighton. That's going to wrap things up, uh, Monty. Last word? Uh, great night for baseball. Great performance. You know, clicking along to district time. Uh, fun time of season, time of the year for any baseball team uh, uh, preparing for that district tournament, preparing for the state tournament. For our producer engineer, Stacy Johns and Monty Kratzenstein, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for making ESPN Radio your home for Carney High Baseball. Carney 2, Bellevue East 1. There's still JV Ball to come out and watch if you want to do that on this beautiful evening. And again, uh, the big story of the day, UNK naming Mark Bauer their permanent athletic director. We'll talk with him on tomorrow's Doug and Daddy show. This is Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us again. 2-1 Carney. Good night. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.